2: lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics and now here's michael cargill
3: Woo! merry christmas everyone it's beautiful today, day austin texas the live music capital of the world let's praise the lord and pass the ammunition ah it's beautiful it's christmas time net neutrality our gun website's going to be blocked We're going to discuss net neutrality and break that down a little bit. Also, 60 firearms were stolen while being shipped to gun stores. Going to break that down. Uh, uh, This is crazy. 60 guns, 60 firearms stolen in transit while they're being shipped to different gun stores around the country. Also, Clive, Iowa. A gun store was robbed of nine handguns and seven fully automatic rifles. What's up with gun stores not locking their guns up while they're inside the store? You can't just put them behind a glass window or a glass door. All right, we're going to break all that stuff down and and some other stuff as well. But first, Janai, man, yes, you're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 going to be traveling
0: around this holiday season. Where are you going? Um, I'm leaving Sunday. Ooh, and I'm flying into Rome. Oh, now that's
3: beautiful. I love Rome.
0: Yes. So we'll. Technically, get there on Christmas Day because of the time difference.
3: Nice. Okay, and then you'll be there for New Year's as well.
0: That that's yeah. We'll, we're gonna go. To, we're gonna stay a couple of days in Rome. Then we're going to go down to the Amalfi Coast for a few days, nice. and then we'll head back up. And this this isn't a
3: cruise or anything. It's not a cruise, right?
0: No, Mm-mm. no, no. Um, and then we'll head back up to Rome uh, for New Year's Eve, and then we'll fly back out on New Year's Day.
3: Now, according to Nostradamus, you know, he says that something's going to happen with the Vatican
0: and it's, it's, you know, you you worried it's going to happen this year? I am, especially (laughs) because of the, um, decision to move the embassy. Not that I'm opposed to that, but they've talked about, you know, a ripple effect from that increased terror acts and, um, you know, that's the center of Christianity Right. right there. So yeah, it's a concern of mine. i I certainly, I'm I'm going to live my life, but it's definitely a concern of mine. Yeah,
3: so hopefully they step up security a little
0: bit. I I hope they do. I'm sure they will. From what I've been told, the Vatican has got a lot, a ton of security. Right. But it doesn't stop somebody from driving a truck, plowing through a crowd, um, because Mm. there's literally hundreds of thousands of people there. Right.
3: Especially for New Year's, to bring in the new year. Uh, especially Christmas.
0: Christmas, and I will be there Christmas Christmas is going to be really big. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be there for New Year's as well at at the spots that are pretty much the most uh, uh, active spots in that area. So, yeah, it's a concern, but, you know, what are you going to do?
3: And then you guys are, you've been taking a lot of pictures lately. I've been following you on, on Instagram, and you got some really nice pictures out there. <laughs> you know, love seeing those big old biceps and, you know, and... How big are they? <laughs> My b- yeah, the biceps. How big are the biceps? <laughs> the biceps or uh-huh. the boobs?
0: <laughs> well, we'll get to the boobs later.
3: First, I'm going to ask you about the biceps.
0: They're not very big. I plan to get them. I plan to compete for sure because I have a... By sp- the way, we measured our biceps on the air. Before we
3: went live, we all took all of our shirts off and we measured our biceps. So Yeah, you were talking
4: a lot of smack there, Janai, before we measured, weren't <laughs>
3: you?
0: Yes, I was. But I, that's one thing I enjoy doing is talking smack. <laughs> Because Janai said she's going to compete. Yeah, I'm going to compete again. I have i um, uh, I'm sponsored by a supplement company now. Nice. Um, so I kind of need to, although I enjoy it anyways. Right. but But um, it's a huge commitment. So uh, I won't start officially training till the beginning of the year because I'm not going to have the time nor the desire while I'm in Rome. I plan. Are you going to show us a little something? What do you want to say? What do you mean?
3: I want to see something.
0: Can right you, now? Yeah, show me a pose.
3: <laughs> see something. Yes, you can. You can. are looking right. like Santa's helper right now. How can you not show me a pose? Uh, uh, how big are the boobs?
0: My my implants. I, I do have implants. Okay. Um, they're 500 cc's, or what would be a my bra size is 34 double D. Mm. But if you were to measure Zach, my 34 chest, double D. my chest around is a 38 and a half. Zach is I'm only a B. <laughs> 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 but I bet my. Um, legs are bigger than his.
4: Oh. Yeah, you keep talking smack, but you don't measure it up. Measure tape.
3: <laughs> legs, legs up. Let's go. Legs up. I want to see. Oh, let's measure I, some thighs. I got thighs. pretty good
0: quads.
3: Well, let's measure some thighs here.
0: Come on. Where's the measuring tape? Come you got to take your britches down, too. Take yeah. your pants oh, down.
3: yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> measure tape. Let's see. Come on. Stand up. Let us all see.
4: All
3: right. Go around. Stop cheating. He's cheating. Okay. No. Nope. Uh-uh. I think. Uh, what is that? That's sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, how big are they? Come on, hurry up. Don't take that long to measure. 25 and a half. All right. So, all right, bigger. so Zach's thighs are 25 and a half. Okay. Jani's. On,
0: so. Whoa,
3: not so you're high not, up there, you're Zach. Not
0: to go so high. What See are you there?
3: Doing? He's trying to get it all up in their in their stuff.
0: Okay, what's that? 23. <laughs> yeah. 23. Oh, 23. Shame again? Okay.
4: <laughs> all right,
1: so.
3: What side
5: were you tucked to?
3: Michael's other
2: side.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how thick are your thighs? Oh, my thighs are uh, my thighs are thick. Oh, Michael's got some thunder thighs. That's right, baby.
2: Here, all
3: muscle. Here,
0: I won't show a picture. I mean, I won't. uh, I'll I'll give you a picture from my Instagram to show. How Uh about that? Let's see that. Here, here's the last time I competed.
3: Oh wow.
0: Nice. Yeah, I love it. Pass it along put it to the
3: camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody new, see that? Yeah, let us show that to the exactly camera. You got to be on Facebook to see this one. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, show that so to the camera. So in the sport of bodybuilding, there's physique, figure, and bikini. And go- the first one is most muscular. Closer, closer, and then, closer. you know, less muscular going all the way down to bikini. So bikini division, you're super cut and you still have muscularity, but... You won't have as much muscle as, say, someone in figure who's okay. got nice capped shoulders, and they have more muscularity. And then physique, obviously, it used to be called bodybuilding, but now it's been called physique. So, okay. they're, yeah, those are the most muscular. Describe the picture that, 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 for the radio, Michael. Picture, I have
3: to say, <laughs> okay. So she, uh, for those listeners that are all driving right. on 935 thirty five stuck in traffic.
0: There's all, right, all so, my pictures. You can
3: Oh, wow. There's a lot of pictures yeah, here. I have I have There's 80 There's some nude pictures here too. I have
0: 82,000 followers right now. What? There's no nude. I don't have nude on
3: Instagram. You <laughs> 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 like she didn't deny it at first. Well, I'm going to your phone right now. I have nude on my phone Swipe but not left. on my Instagram. Swipe left. <laughs> wow, look at that. All right, now we're talking. Wow. We have to share these on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> you guys, something to look at. Oh, Lord. So, okay, so those people that are driving on 935, so Janai's in a nice, uh, where's the one with the pink bathing suit? Okay, there that's, it is. Oh, so it's a nice pink competition bathing suit. suit. It's a two-piece, and this is when she was competing. She's number 43, and it has a little, is that a chain?
0: Yeah, you when you, when you 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 have to wear a, a specific type of uh, bikini. You can't nice. just wear any, so oh, you have really? to get it custom-made. actually it has to be, you have to be measured and, It's got to be specific, so and you can get all kind of, you can get rhinestones, you can get whatever you want to, just so you kind of stand out on stage. And she has nice abs there, very nice abs, very impressive, very very good abs. All right,
3: so let's let's talk about net neutrality for a second. So net neutrality, Uh, what is net
5: neutrality, Ryan? Net neutrality is essentially it has to do with bandwidth. Um, It's treating all data equal and treating it like a utility, essentially instead of. You're buying a service, it's treating it like a utility, and bring it brought the internet service into being a utility.
3: Okay, so does that mean, um, you know, Max, does that mean like, hey, you know, some companies are going to be able to block sites, like gun sites and everything, so we can't get to them?
1: I mean, to me, the thing about it that's so odd is there never was a problem to begin with. So okay. this was only passed. the, the thing they're, they're, over, they're overturning now was only passed two years ago. There was never any issues like that in the past where certain sites were blocked or certain sites were slowed down. And in fact, the U.S. has the fastest internet service in the world. Like Europe's a place where it's all regulated and it's much slower. So this was only passed two years ago. And to me, it's just amazing that it's now been reframed as like this thing that's going to totally destroy the internet when it's just some new rule that was just passed that just puts too much regulation, I think, okay. uh, on those
3: companies. So what does that
4: mean? And... Uh Max, you also brought up that when net neutrality was passed, uh, right before that, they wouldn't allow anybody to read yeah. the bill, right? I, well, I, it was
5: passed by a five-person commission.
1: By the FCC, and no one. And it was a 100-page proposal, but no one was allowed to actually see that proposal until the so, day
3: So, So what's the big stink about it? So why are some people for it, some people against it? What's the big deal? Basically, Internet service providers,
1: th- those are big companies that want net neutrality, like like Facebook and Google, Netflix. So it's actually big corporations that control Internet content that are telling us all that we should be freaking
3: out about net neutrality when, in fact, it's just some new thing. OK, so and, and the thing that stinks out with me about that is if a big company, big corporation is saying, you know, we should all support net neutrality, uh, then whatever they say, I'm going the opposite direction.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's corporations on both sides. So they're kind of framing it as like getting rid of it is going to be good for the corporations. Okay. It's good for the ISPs, so Comcast and websites like that. But To, most, have, to have net neutrality, to, it's t- good. To, to not have net neutrality. Okay. But most major corporations actually want to have net neutrality because they have content on the Internet. And if it's treated equally
3: with other sites, in the end, it actually, they're, they're, they're spending less money. So could, could ISPs or could someone like Google decide to block a gun page? The website is just
1: one of those examples of where there was no problem to begin with. So the FCC passed this rule about net neutrality two years ago, like saying that we need the government in the Internet and we never did need the government in the Internet to begin with. Right. So the whole the whole basis of it to me is just false. So that that never was a problem to begin with.
5: Okay. Okay. I mean that Google could block a gun site through algorithms anyways. If they wanted to, they could bury you under algorithms. Right. So, yeah. So if they
3: didn't like you. They can make sure that no one actually your your site wouldn't pull up in in Google. And they do that already.
5: Right. Net neutrality or not. Okay.
3: so regardless, you know, it's so it's not an issue, basically, is what we're saying. So this is not going to happen. This is just people freaking out for no reason. It's a complete non-issue. Okay, Okay. because it wasn't an issue before, so why is it an issue
1: now? And it's it's funny because two weeks ago even I posted something on Facebook, and I'm someone that's so kind of conscientious of all these things, but Mm -hmm. I posted something like, oh, my gosh, net neutrality – and I had one friend comment on it, like, Max, you should read a bit more into this. And then that's when I actually changed my mind.
3: But right. it's just so pervasive online that net neutrality is this good thing. Well, that's because you're, you're, most of your news sources are left-leaning, and they just, you know, they're so dramatic about everything. Oh, my God, the sky's falling. It's funny because I, I want conservative news, and I have, you know, uh, on my
1: phone, I can actually select what kind of news sources I want on mm-hmm. Apple News. I always select conservative sites, and all I get's is liberal news. So I continue, like, you can choose – News that you want to see, news that you don't want to see. So I always like the the conservative news. And yet right. all I get is just 100% MSNBC and BuzzFeed and wow. websites like that.
4: I like looking at Drudge Report. Mm. It's a news compiler by a guy named Matt Drudge. He's pretty independent and basically just gets the top headlines of the day. And it's really a low-rent website. It's mostly text, but right, right. it's the big stories
3: of the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I always forget about the Drudge Report, but that's a that's a good place to go to. You can get a you know, you get the content of what's going on around the country. Um and then what about Bitcoin? Where's the Where's Bitcoin at?
4: Ooh, Bitcoin's hot. It's almost Woo! 20 grand. Bitcoin. And isn't that the amount where your haters were grand? Uh, telling you, you to come talk to them when yeah. they got there?
3: 20 grand. They are going to
4: do something special for you?
3: Yeah, isn't 20 that right? grand. Yeah, BBC. That's uh, <laughs>
4: 19,500 <laughs> <them. laughs> right now, I believe, according to Coinbase, 19,550. Wow. Yeah, my nephew actually just dumped his uh, life savings into it. He's wow. thirteen.
3: Thirteen years old. Life savings. Uh-huh. All right. All a hundred bucks. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. I was proud
4: of him. He he's, texted me and told me that. He started asking life. me about
3: it. Yeah. He'll, he'll become a PhD in Bitcoin and crypto and and <laughs> crypto technology uh here in, in, in less than a week or so. All right, so we're talking about net neutrality. We're talking about the 60 firearms that were stolen while being shipped to gun stores. Also, Clive, Iowa, gun store, was robbed of nine handguns and seven fully automatic rifles. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is State Representative Jonathan Sticklin, and you are listening to
1: Come and Talk It on Talk 1370.
2: Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It, and now here's Michael Cargill.
3: And I hope I don't see Mommy kissing Santa Claus. (laughs) All right, so uh, now let's change gears just a little bit, uh, because I've been looking at a lot of different reviews on Yelp, and I was looking at some of our reviews on Yelp. You know, we mostly have good reviews, but then every now and then someone will post something, you know, that's just out there that I just don't understand. Like I had someone post something a couple of weeks ago that said that, you know, walking into the gun store felt like they were in a, you know, in a militia or something like that. (laughs) That was just really weird. So I was going through our reviews. I I thought that was funny. And then a friend of mine, Drew Whitney, uh, he had an opportunity to go on a uh, little casino trip. Excuse me. To uh, Galveston, Texas. And so it's a casino called Jack's or Better Casino. And he just had like the worst experience, you know, and I'm bringing this up, you know, because Jani is getting ready to take this trip. (laughs) And so, so, you know, it's his experience of what happened on that cruise was just it was amazing. So he he calls it the worst nightmare of of his entire life. You know, he's very dramatic about it. But then he gets into detail. He says 90 percent of the boat was violently ill within 30 minutes of departure. You know, and oh, yeah, 90 percent. He said vomit was everywhere from the stairwell to the bar, uh, to the gambling tables, uh, to the lounging area. And it was a scene from the like the living dead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of funny.
3: Oh, yeah. It was was pretty bad. (laughs) He said, I should have noticed the red flag sooner. I sat at the bar while we were heading out to sea. And the two bartenders wouldn't stop talking about how sick people get and laughing about it. (laughs) And so, oh, just wait. Sometimes people just crap themselves and roll around on the floor in their own vomit. Oh this gosh. is a direct quote from, from Matt, who happens to be the bartender. So then he says, once a projectile vomited my soul into the stall, Yeah, he, he actually ran into the stall there and, and started vomiting. He said he grabbed the, the first seat of the table near the bathrooms and held, <laughs> he said, he said he held on for dear life and could barely move a muscle while He says, while I was staring out the window, focusing on the light in the sky and hoping for salvation, (coughs) a poor soul was alone in the bathroom, losing his mind. (laughs) He said this poor man was vomiting so loudly everyone in the boat could hear. He then began screaming, (coughs) pleading for mercy. Uh, But this battle was just just beginning. He said the boat started really crashing and rocking on large swells, and he was screaming and cursing at the gods. He said, please, when will it stop? Please. <laughs> <laughs> after, uh, after a while, the people in the uh, in the main area got all their laughs out and began to realize that the man battling the devil in the bathroom was no longer alone. More and more people started vomiting all over the place and loudly as well as... I had to, he said he had to stand up and and fire off some missiles. Oh my God. Some missiles himself. So he said, I planted my head against the wall over a tall garbage can. I planted my feet and gave it all I had. So here I am, ready to have a blast gambling with my friends, but instead I'm against the wall, dry heaving so hard that I feel I, I may just have my stomach come out of my mouth. While countless Others literally rolling and crawling on the floor around me, around him, vomiting like animals and having a a poor friend screaming in anger and begging for mercy from within the bathroom. He said little did he know that he was channeling what all of us were feeling, but we lacked the willpower he had to actually face the gods of misery head on. So the worst wasn't over. He said after a friend of his came and rescued him from the bowels of hell. And came, uh, he carried him to the top deck and he laid out on the deck furniture. Then itself was a furniture chamber. He says, and this is his words the furniture was hard as a rock and full of other victims of the, the black plague of sickness. After a while, I was in a peaceful place, hearing the water splash along the sides and, and the cool breeze in the air. But all of a sudden, an ear piercing sound scorches through my skull. The blown out speaker system comes alive and what do you know? It's karaoke time. Yeah. So while everyone is vomiting on themselves and the few in quarantine on the torture uh, furniture are battling through their internal battle through hell, this guy starts singing, do a little dance, make a little love, (laughs) get down tonight, and shake your booty. (coughs) And mambo number five through a sound system that is long overdue to be in a dumpster pile misery he says just utter misery is all that you know can be said and then he goes on he says this is a sick business i firmly believe that people who work here get a sick thrill from seeing hundreds of people vomiting all over the place this was a a harrowing experience this was a torturous experience this was a battle through hell This is a business that should be in the bankruptcy. And please, I beg you to go on this. You know, if you go on this death trap and experience this yourselves, please just do
0: it. What what, does it say why everybody got sick? Was it seasickness or was it food poisoning or?
3: He didn't say he didn't say it's just
0: crazy.
4: You know, we call your friend Drew. Right. A landlubber.
3: Ah, Is that what it is? Yeah. He doesn't like water.
4: (laughs) No, not at all.
3: So it's just it's just a, a case of. You know, someone that's that's on a boat or something and just never experienced it before. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, it was it was crazy. He's just very dramatic response to this little cruise there. I'll tell you, I love cruises. When cruises are great, they're great. And when they're bad, they're bad. Because there's some cruises where they lose power or something's not working. They have to, like, do their business in a bag or something like that. And that's happened in the past. So when they're bad, they're bad. All right, so... All right, so let's talk about these 60 firearms that were stolen while being shipped to a gun store. Basically, what's t- what happened uh, this past week? Um, <clears throat> a distributor actually shipped out a bunch of guns like they normally do. Well, th- while they were on UPS and FedEx, someone apparently um, opened up the boxes, interrupt the the uh, where they were going to be delivered in in route, and they took the guns out of the cases inside the boxes. So they put the cases back. And they sealed the boxes back up and then continued to ship them on to their destination. So once they arrived at the gun store, at the gun stores, the different gun stores around the country, all different gun stores, they opened up those boxes and there were empty gun cases inside the boxes. Yeah, so someone's in big trouble somewhere. Who done it? Well, no, investigation is still ongoing. So you have that going on. Then also in Clive, Iowa, that gun store, um, they were... Uh, they robbed of nine handguns and seven fully automatic rifles. Uh, so and I guess uh, the the appropriate word is probably stolen. But, uh, you know, at some point, gun stores, uh, we, we stand in class and we tell people to lock your guns up. We tell uh, the different students, you know, lock them up and lock them in your vehicle, lock, take, hide. You know, we go over all that stuff. When you're at home, lock them up. Even at home, lock them up. Put them in a lock box or something like that. Well, gun stores at some point need to start doing that and because these – you're talking uh, fully automatic rifles that are on the wall, NFA items, National Firearms Act items, where you need a tax stamp in order to get this. They're just hanging on the wall overnight. To me, I, I just don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. You don't. You're pretty responsible <laughs> as a
4: gun shop owner.
3: No, I just, I just don't understand that. I just you know – I'm just – I'm stunned. I mean, what do you think? Well, I mean, is a gun newbie – that being me, like, someone that like, knows cr- what are nothing. the protocols for storing guns <clears throat> in a store? There's really no <laughs> protocols, but you need to have some common sense. Yeah. It's not common sense to leave your guns out on the wall and then have a glass window or a glass door where someone can just break it, spend it less than two minutes inside the gun store to steal them.
1: Yeah. You
3: know, that's just I don't understand that because all it takes, you know, it's, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when <clears throat> and you're talking you know, a matter of minutes. You know, that stuff should be locked in a safe. So, that's just me. And then, um, so back to Bitcoin. Let's talk about that. So Bitcoin's up at, we're hitting the 20 grand mark. Almost, about but, $500 away. I think it's going to go to 40? Oh, it's not if,
4: but when. <laughs> so you th- it's going to 50? Keep going. 60. Keep going. 70, Come on, you're thinking too small here. 80. Keep going. This is the think, currency of the future. Okay. I never <laughs> think. Show me the money! <laughs> I never think where, too small.
0: Where do you think it's going to end?
4: Uh, that's hard to say. You think it's going to go over 100 We're not 100 even grand. close 100. to where it's going to get to. 100 grand? Yeah, keep going. Wow. Yeah. 200. Okay, you know John McAfee? Yeah. He was uh, the libertarian, wasn't he the candidate for president at one point? Or he wanted to be, right, uh, Ryan? I believe so. Yeah, so he invented, <laughs> yeah, he invented McAfee <laughs> antivirus, okay. which a lot of people know about on their computers, on their PCs. Yeah. But he... Um, you know, he may have gotten in some legal trouble, but let's just go past that and, uh, talk about his prediction for Bitcoin. He said, uh, when was it much earlier this year? He said that Bitcoin is going to hit 500 grand (sighs) within the next three years. And if it doesn't, then he said on his Twitter that he is uh, going to eat a certain part of his uh, anatomy on live television. Well, it's
3: going over 500 grand, then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that, I'd be right. happy either yeah. way. Did so you this say just in people-
0: three years?
4: 2020, yeah,
3: three years. Is this and
5: just I, everyone buying into it to see this show? It's going to happen. No,
3: I, I believe <laughs> – I, I, I actually honestly believe that because um, ever since Donald Trump has been in office, cryptocurrency has been going through the roof. And if he stays in office the full term, that full four years, then, yeah, I can definitely see it You know, going like that. You
5: don't think he's going to have yeah, eight years?
3: I, I, uh, I, don't, I don't. That I don't know. <laughs> honestly, I don't know.
4: <clears throat> yeah, a year ago, Bitcoin was
3: $700. Right. Oh, psh, let's go back 30 days. Let's go – you know, forty-five days.
4: Yeah, last time on the show, last week on Sunday, I believe it was at fifteen and a half grand. Right. The week mm-hmm. before that, when we had John Bush on talking about it, it was like, eleven grand. Right.
3: So, so it's, it's, it's doubled in the last about two and a half weeks. And and that, that's, oof, I'm not even going to tell you the the sales that we've been getting with people that are around the country that are using their cryptocurrency to purchase firearms because we take we accept Bitcoin. Uh, you can purchase. You know anything firearms accessories with? We also do um, Ethereum, mm-hmm. and then what else? Litecoin. Litecoin. Well, yeah, that's yeah. right. We take Litecoin. So hey, it's happening. It's happening now.
4: Yeah, and there was uh, basically, I looked at it, and let's say you want to get some really nice gun from Central Texas Gunworks, like a, a Barrett fifty cal, Okay. <laughs> What's that? Let's say you want to get one that's five grand, but you don't want to spend that kind of money. So at the rate that Bitcoin is appreciating, Mm. you can put half that into Bitcoin now Mm -hmm. and then in some short amount of time, that Bitcoin that you bought for half of $5,000, the the cost of that Barrett, you'll be able to buy from your gun store
3: a gun that costs twice as much as you put into it. So in no time, you'll be able to have that Barrett fifty cal. Yeah, and people are doing that. People are actually getting all those items that they that are on their wish list. I'm seeing people purchase scopes that are like two grand. Um, They're they're buying that you know ten grand, ten thousand dollar. And actually, the Barrett fifty cal is like ten grand, by the way, a good one. They're actually purchasing these things right now uh, with their Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. It's it's crazy, and it's it's going through the roof. So, um, what do you think about cryptocurrency?
1: Uh, cryptocurrency,
3: <clears throat> I'm kind of upset because I had
1: $150 worth of Bitcoin <laughs> uh, a year and a half ago and I just spent all of it. Um, wow. I had like a couple cents left over and I'm thinking that might have grown to at least $10 or $15 now. <laughs> when did you spend it? When did I, I, think I, I think I got it in November of last year. I got 150 bucks worth and I was just interested in like how to get Bitcoin. It was a whole process of like wiring money over and having someone transfer it into my wallet. But my thing is like,
3: what is Bitcoin? Like I can't, I can't see it. So it's this is
4: kind of a learning experience for you. Huh? Yeah. yeah.
3: And what you can do as a business owner, um, mm-hmm. Janai is you can actually, we can't do this in the gun store because we have to, you know, do a, have an own private wallet and stuff like that because the different, um, companies that actually, you know, that you can do business with like BitPay will not allow us to sell firearms and firearms accessories by using cryptocurrency. Uh-huh. But you as a business owner of like a coffee shop. Yeah. You can use BitPay and you can go to that website, BitPay, set up an account, and then you can start accepting cryptocurrency, except Bitcoin, when someone wants to buy something inside your business, and then that way you can get more cryptocurrency and, and possibly hold on to it.
0: Yeah, that's a good, I'm going to check in. Yeah, this. it's except
3: called BitPay, BitPay? so def- yeah, definitely check it out. It'll work for you and it'll work for every other business. It's not going to work for um, the gun stores, the firearms industry, because they still will not allow you know, gun stores to do it, even though, you know, we're, it's the one place that you're going to walk into and get an FBI background check.
4: Yeah, you accept Bitcoin at your store and I am an independent personal trainer. I also accept Bitcoin really? for training.
3: Yeah, I actually pay him in Bitcoin. Do
0: you get very many people that pay
3: it? <clears throat> yeah, a good amount of people. You'd be surprised. Really? <clears throat> so, yeah, and definitely check into it. All right, so we're talking cryptocurrency, talking about net neutrality. Our gun websites going to be blocked? Those 60 firearms that were stolen from uh, while they were being shipped to different gun stores around the country. The media's not even on that yet. <laughs> Definitely check in to give, give UPS a call. Give FedEx, uh, FedEx Ground, FedEx Express a call and say, hey, what's going on? Why are all these firearms being stolen en uh, route to different gun stores around the country? Also over in Clive, Iowa, uh, they had nine handguns stolen and seven full automatic rifles that were just out in the cases and on the walls. You know, They had their NFA items on the walls. Talking about that and more. This is Michael Cargill and you are listening to come and talk it
1: peace this is Touray. you're listening to come and talk it radio with michael cargill
2: Catch up on the latest headlines anytime at talk1370.com. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill.
3: That's right. We're talking about net neutrality. Are gun websites going to be blocked? Well, the short answer is no. Uh, it wasn't a problem before. Net neutrality is not going to be a problem afterwards. Uh, this is just, you know, that same thing. We got the handgun license in the state of Texas and people said, you know, people are going to be shooting each other at, you know, every stop sign, every red light. So, no, net neutrality is not going to be an issue. So we don't need it. All right. So and also 60 firearms are stolen while being shipped to gun stores around the country. Uh, they were shipped via they were being shipped. Uh, UPS and FedEx. And so somewhere along that line, somewhere before they got to those gun stores, those guns were actually stolen. And also in Clive, Iowa, once again, a gun store has you know, been robbed or nine actually nine handguns and seven, full, seven fully automatic rifles were actually stolen. So we're talking about that. You know, should gun stores you know, start locking their stuff up and not leave them on the walls? Don't you know, don't keep more than what you can actually secure so at some point, uh, the gun store has got to take responsibility, you know, for their lack of locking their stuff up. Can't just keep leave it behind a glass window or a glass door, especially when criminals are taking all of a minute and a half to two minutes to get, you know, over a dozen guns. And now your guns are on the street and going to be used in a crime. So just some, you know, and that's what I don't want to happen. All right. So, man, earlier today, when we were out eating brunch. We were talking about um abortion and we're talking about yeah i'm gonna throw it on you that's right Ooh, abortion. boy everyone starts frowning we're talking about abortion because it was a good topic and we're talking about the fact that you know when it comes to choice you know if a woman has a right to choose well then should men have a right to not pay child support it's an what? interesting one anybody janai wants to go first <laughs> <laughs> quiet. Uh, uh,
0: since i'm the only female i'll, I'll
3: that's right you're the female you, um, you get to answer this
0: i think that society some women aren't going to probably like this um i think Give society anyway. has put some unfair um burdens on males they like they're giving i know that the woman carries the baby trust me but mm. If a man doesn't want to be a father, he shouldn't be forced to be a father. Mm. He's not going to be a good father anyways. So this is not good for the child. Um, and then if you reverse it, let's say the woman gets pregnant and she doesn't want the baby. He has absolutely no say in whether she carries it to term and he'll take custody of it he they have none and then and then everybody gets mad at men for not holding or bearing or having any responsibility you can't have it both ways i I just don't think it's fair
3: so so zach what she's saying is you're not a good father therefore you know you should be able to opt out i'm a great dad because you're not dad material that's what that's what i heard i'm just translating
4: (laughs) hey i'm gonna be awesome dad someday you got that you are? Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Okay. All right. We'll see. I don't know. Ryan? Um, uh-huh. Everyone gets nervous when they talk, start talking about abortion. Abortion, yeah. It's, Everyone's like, it's, an, it's never to... comfortable. Um, oh, my goodness. People are going to start hating me. I get uh, I get so much hate mail. I don't even
5: care anymore. Yeah, that's putting a lot of burden <laughs> on the men. I will say that. Hate mail is overrated. Um, and it needs to be looked at. But that should also be considered both ways. Should the woman have to... some? Should the man have a say on if the child gets to live mm. on the abortion? Because that is technically his child also.
0: I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't have it both ways. I don't know the answer. I, I know that it all comes down to personal responsibility. Think about who you sleep with. There are some women out mm. there that get pregnant on purpose because they want to keep a guy. Mm. There's some guys that try to get a girl pregnant to keep her. I Make sure you pay attention to what you're doing. (laughs) There's there's lots of contraceptives out there. This is another one that kind of blows my mind. With all the options out there in the world, I don't even know why we need to have abortions. You have the morning after pill. You have condoms. You have pills. You have you have. There's so many options. There's even a
5: shot men can get now.
0: So why are you? Why are, are so many people even getting to that point? It's called not being responsible. (laughs)
5: <laughs> what would you say?
4: There's a shot men can get. What are you talking about, man? It's,
5: a, it's sort of a bio-gel. Jack needs to know. He, you, he needs to know these things. I get, get, the, you need to know the listeners a,
4: out there in Radio okay, Land. The, the, need the to tubes
5: know. that connect to your testicles and like run all the way up, you get an injection in there. Your vas deferens. Is it the vas deferens? I thought the vas deferens were the part <laughs> on the side of it that's like... But I could be wrong. I, I don't remember the anatomy. Your tube, tuberosity. The acronym is
0: 7-Up. I'm trying to remember it.
5: It's not Coke or Sprite. By the way, it's a, a biogel, and you squirt it in the tubes, and it acts, it basically it'll let everything through except the sperm cells, and so it'll, your body will reabsorb, wow. them. it's like a temporary vasectomy, and it'll dissolve after so many years.
0: Really? Wow, that's interesting. Mm. When did that come out? That's,
5: uh, it's brand new.
3: Oh, so we need to wait and see how that's going to work out. Yeah. I want to have kids, so don't mess with my tubes. <laughs> Max, um, my thoughts on
1: abortion. <laughs>
5: what about the birth control?
1: Would you get the shot? Would I get the shot? Um, <laughs> to bake the cake and not bake the cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, don't get the question about abortion, or is it about what you were saying earlier about the, the fathers?
3: The
1: I do think what is. Well, you're not was, daddy material, interesting. So
3: you can't answer that question. because oh, I'm totally
1: daddy material just five or ten years from now. Um, but, yeah, when it comes to abortion, it's interesting because there's always stuff about it saying, you know, most Americans support abortion, and it's true, but most Americans only support abortions in the first trimester. So, oh, for sure. Yeah, and currently under Roe v. Wade, in theory, you can have abortions at any stage of the pregnancy. So Donald Trump might say things that sound foolish in the debates, like she wants to rip the baby out of the womb you know, the day before it's born. But theoretically, with our current laws, you could do that. Well, talk about my it's president. Some of the now.
0: laws are horrible. Yeah. yeah I am I'm, I'm very anti-planned yeah. parent.
1: And, <laughs> and just the new stuff now where they're trying to, like, I guess, de... Um, what's the word? Not demystify, but... Trying to make abortion more acceptable. So those those campaigns like Shout Your Abortion online or it's like people are proud of their abortions Ooh. and they write the stories like, oh, like, you know, my, my best abortion happened in Seattle back in 1987. Wait,
0: 1987. what? I heard. Are you kidding? It's, 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 a,
1: it's a whole yeah. online campaign. It's hashtag Shout Your Abortion.
4: Girls bragging about their abortions,
1: basically. Yeah. To, you know, to, to help women to, you know, to uh, make abortion not something that's taboo. So they want to make it something you discuss in public and it just, it blows me away. And then Lena Dunham... Girlfriend, oh, don't even. Oh, so she, she's <laughs> she's just the worst yes. liberal. Trust. But, but yeah, I know. one of her quotes is she she wishes that she had an abortion. She mm. wished she had Ooh. had one so she could relate to other women.
3: I throw <laughs> up in my mouth a little bit every time I see picture or video. This, you know, with all this, you know, talk of hashtag Me Too, and this is it's a weird way to go with that. I w- I just want to get you guys tell you know to talk about uh, abortions, but. With all the hashtag MeToo's, now, since the the election last year, are we having an issue with feminism? Is feminism the cause of the problems that we're having lately with the hashtag MeToo and everything that's going on?
0: Uh, You know what I think? I think this is a huge liberal campaign to eventually get Trump into trouble. You think so? Yeah, because way back in the beginning, you know how sometimes people take the fall for other people? Way back in the beginning, that's all they talked about. Remember, Trump said grab her by the you know what, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. He's done this. He's done that. Nothing ever happened. He got elected into office. Then all of a sudden, all these people from 30 years ago, 20 years ago start coming out of the closet. And don't get me wrong. Like I don't I've been a I've been sexually assaulted. So I understand all the dynamics of that. But it's really peculiar to me how many people are coming out. Now. And then now, every time someone comes out, you'll hear some sort of little mention of Trump, Trump. I I just feel like it's a backdoor way to where at the end they're going to try to like... Link it to Trump Link it to him as in, okay, well, I resigned, I resigned, I resigned. Now you need to resign because... There's well, going to be like 30 people that come out, me too, me too, me too for him. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know if you've heard that there's been a lawyer out there that's been paying women to mm-hmm. lie. Talked about Lisa that. Lisa Bloom. That's yeah. I was,
1: yeah, Lisa Bloom. That's is, why I
0: think it's related to something towards Trump.
1: And that's what, I don't, That's why, <laughs> like, I wish there was more conservative news streams I could find. Because, like, that that story, I had to actually search hard for it to find it. But, but Lisa Bloom, who's the daughter of, I think, Gloria Allred, is that her name? She's that totally over the top. Yeah, attorney. I know.
0: Who, is, is she? That's her daughter. Yeah, it's her daughter. Really, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, and,
1: and it was just revealed. And I mean, it'd be a huge story if it was the other way around. If this was like conservative people, but she would actually. Uh was uh, I'm seeing the, the article of a headline here, but attorney Lisa Bloom sought to line up paydays for women accusing Trump of sexual misconduct. Mm. So paydays up to, I think, like eight hundred thousand yeah, dollars to a million huge. dollars. Yes. It's so, worth
0: it for them to lie. Yeah,
1: exactly. And she also defended Harvey Weinstein. He he hired her <laughs> after after he was caught. So she also is defending him while simultaneously lining up these paydays for these That's... women while also being a feminist that, that supports women at the same time. She has yeah. her hand in every single jar.
0: I find this all very interesting.
5: And what's the burden yeah. of proof on these accusations for someone to lose their job? Yeah. What's the burden of proof?
0: I, see, I don't know. I'm, I mean, that, that's where I, I'm I'm not sure and I haven't read to see. But for instance, when a woman is raped, right, you have the physical evidence. There's a rape kit. You go. I was a volunteer for an organization where I would be the first on scene. I'd meet these girls and help them be assisted in the nurse doing the rape kit. Um, how do you have evidence 20 years later? I don't like, I'm not saying all these people are lying, but I, I there just. There has to be
5: some degree of evidence. So there's not innocent people getting caught in the cross
0: Exactly. And that can happen. So I'm not really sure what they're just going by. Oh yeah. He took me into a hotel room and I kind of agree with, I don't know if any of you saw the, the interview Pamela Anderson did with, um. Um, what's the girl that was on Fox news before, um, that switched, um, Megan Kelly, um, uh, Pamela Anderson. And yes, I know she doesn't have, um, a stellar reputation. She was in playboy and all that, but she made a point and I agree. Um, she said a lot of these women, okay. Use a little common sense. If you're invited to someone's hotel room. (laughs) why not take somebody with you you kind of know things like this happened and yet 20 years later you're you're saying you're crying okay he did this x y and z to me well it's just
5: and did they really say stop or you did i don't know the hotel room and just
0: but you kind of I would never go to somebody's, a man's hotel room by myself uh, unless it was my boyfriend or somebody, uh, especially for a job. We know this, especially in Hollywood. Come on. We know this happens all the time. The
3: casting couch.
0: Exactly.
3: <laughs> don't put yourself in that situation.
0: Exactly. I'm not calling his behavior, you know, uh, I'm not condoning it. Right. But don't put yourself in that situation either.
3: And then and then also what I want to talk about when we come back from the break is um, <clears throat> now when late when la- and I'm not trying to blame anybody or shame blame or anything like that. But when ladies dress a certain type of way, um, what do you think is going to happen? You know, men are going to compliment you on the way you're dressed, you know, so <clears throat> should a compliment be taken you know, wrongly?
1: Just it's a compliment. It's a compliment.
3: Yeah, it's, it's a compliment because I just think that lots of feminists just want
1: women to exist in a world that doesn't exist. So they can wear whatever they want, do whatever they want, and no one ever comments on it. No man ever says anything. And that's just not the reality of the world. So I, I hope that women don't get, you know, catcalled. But if I wore, you know, a mini skirt
3: outside right now, it probably happened to me, too.
0: I'd be happy to answer that after the break, if you want, because I have that happen all the time.
3: All right. So we're going to come back. We come back. We're going to talk about that. We're also talking about the different guns around the country. Also, Isaiah Washington says, you know, hey, he's experienced the same thing, too. Hashtag me, too. Talking about that and more. This is Michael Cargill and you are listening to Come and Talkin'.
2: This is Doug Man jones
3: And I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It.
2: Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All
3: right, so this weekend I actually had the opportunity of uh, having... Um, someone I went to high school with in my handgun license course, which is actually really weird. And the song that you just heard is a song that we hear in Fort Lauderdale and in, in Miami in South Florida every holiday season. That's just, you you know it's Christmas time when you hear that song there. So that's just something I, I like hearing, you know, on the radio. Now, Isaiah Washington actually did a posting back in December the 8th. He said, he has successfully worked outside uh, the nasty Hollywood system for 10 years now. And in and, and his words, he says, I just have to say, I'm happy as a mosquito in a nudist camp watching all these power abusers, rapists, molesters, pedophiles, thieves, perverts, and just plain old vengeful. I can't use that word on the air, be outed and ousted for who they are and who they have been. It feels like Jubilee, actually, seeing all the pigs at the trough choke on their arrogance and cocaine psychotic behaviors. I salute all of the women who have spoken out, spoken up, and I salute my dear brothers, uh, Terry Cruz and Justin Baldoni for paving the way to disempower those who should no longer wield their toxic power over another man or woman who are simply trying to make a good name for themselves. Make art. Make a living and build a healthy legacy in show business without being groped to do it. Hashtag me too. So, Janai, yes. you know, back to Go that. Ahead. You know, the original thing was, um, well, you know, when women dress nicely,
0: and you mean provocatively? Yeah, the provocative.
3: word. Provo- okay, is it provocative? Okay, yeah, all right. I think what you call nice, Michael? <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> uh, of nice. See, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be PC and do yeah. this. Yeah, no, know, you can use talk provocatively. About
0: these- is not a bad word. I don't.
3: Okay, think. Well, when you, yeah, when you. OK, when you're trying to show your assets, clothes, your, OK, your assets. Yeah. Thank you. OK, when you do that, you're walking down the street and you're dressing provocatively, showing your assets. You know, is it wrong for a man to compliment you?
0: No, I don't think it's wrong at all. Um, sometimes because in in all fairness, I tend to dress provocatively and I tend to get lots of attention when I'm out and about I don't get offended unless someone acts in a manner that's really over the top. Like you can give a woman a compliment, and I don't think there's anything wrong with saying you look nice. What? How are they? But when you get crude and when you get aggressive, that's so when, over when the is top.
3: It, when does it cross that line to becoming um, harassment? Um. When uh,
0: you know. It's like any normal exchange any right? normal If someone exchange. starts to behave
1: rudely to you, you
0: know. Like I I like well one I've had men follow me. I've been I've had men follow me many many times. That's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um and ser- saying certain things. Like it's it's fine. It's fine to even stare. I've been stared at on the street. That's fine. I did, that's not a problem. I don't even mind if someone whistles. And I'm not speaking for every woman. What I don't like is when someone is blatantly disrespectful. Like, I've literally had men say, I would like to F you. Mm. Things like that. that right. That's over the top. Like, you, just because you're a man, that's not boys will be boys. You, just be, you're, you're not, you, you understand manners. And you don't need to talk like that to somebody. Just because they're dressing provocatively, they're still a person and they still deserve respect, you can give someone a compliment in a respectful manner.
3: Okay, because there are women out there that, you know, that when they are, you know, giving those comments, you know, they really take it to heart. Like, oh my God, I can't walk outside at all, you know, without, you know, someone
0: staring at me. And they really, it's it, it actually bothers them.
5: Well, and then how are guys supposed to flirt?
0: Yeah. Uh, Exactly. Like, there's a skit. I don't know if any of you have ever seen the SNL skit where they kind of jokingly talk about sexual harassment in the workplace. If it's a good looking guy, it's not really sexual harassment. Everybody's like, oh, but if he's not attractive, it's the same thing (laughs) in the the real world.
1: Sexual harassment's looks, I guess.
0: And it's making fun of of that. So, in the real world, look, if a good looking guy is being a little over the top with me, I'm probably not going to get as offended as if some guy that I don't find attractive. Oh my God. So you're saying if he's ugly, like Zach, so you're saying (laughs) if he's ugly, then that's going to bother you. (laughs) I'm just being honest. I, I, I think that that's most people like there's so many, like, for example, there's so many dating sites out there, which I would personally never go on. That's not my thing. Mm. But, I, I have I, I, my thing.
3: I, I'm actually kind of weird. I, I like to meet people in person. Exactly. I like, to, well, I like to at the bar or exactly. you know, out or, and about.
0: Well, I like to meet them in the gym because oh, okay. I know that they're gonna kind of fit and what I'm looking for. Lot, <laughs> you, get, you
5: get to
3: see a lot more where they're working with exactly. that way, too. Okay, Is
5: that
0: right. when it's okay to, if they follow you around
5: depending on how they look? It <laughs> in Yes. <the> gym?
0: <laughs> but I, anyway. I would never want anybody to follow me home. Well, let's,
3: let's test this out. So can I spot you?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I just think like As I was saying on dating sites, you'll I've seen so many women post because I've looked at dating sites, post pictures that I'm sitting here going, "Okay, what and what kind of reaction are you expecting to get? Hmm. Because she's practically naked. And then you're going to get offended that he says something like they're being a little kind of hypocritical here, I think. I think it goes back to the whole thing. It depends. But yes, I think there's a, a, a baseline of of being respectful to a woman on the street for sure you shouldn't scream obscenities to her you could say to a any woman i don't think any woman would be offended if a man came up to her regardless of how he looks and said wow you are hot you are you look you look great you're hot whatever as long as he does it like that but if a guy any guy Even honestly, even if a good-looking guy came up to me and said something like, I want to. I want to lick and lap, slip and slab, jig and jab. (laughs) That That would be a bit much. (laughs) That that would
3: be a bit much. I love the lick and (laughs) lap, slip and slab, jig and jab. You read about now. They get upset with this. They're like, man, no, no, absolutely not. And that's the problem that, you know, this is what happened post-election. I just think this
1: whole thing is part of just this BS, like war on women that's happening in the U.S. right now. I think it's just, I think that the liberals and Democratic Party just likes to always have it be like, you know, a war against women and a war against minorities. So, I I mean, my family is all female at this point. My mom and my sister and lots of my immediate family. And no one's ever mentioned that their life is a living nightmare to me uh, whenever they're alone walking in the streets until recently. Not them, but just. That that's the whole concept now is that women get harassed every time they're outside. And is that true? Um, well,
0: I, I've i had many experiences of people hitting on me for sure. But I also have had many great experiences. Like yeah. I've gotten out of so many speeding tickets, it's ridiculous. Oh, so <laughs> so yeah. I've gotten put to the front of a line many times so and not had to wait in line. So you have to take the good with the bad. Yeah. (laughs) But I I just in general, I would say I don't think anybody likes anybody to be talking to them disrespectfully.
1: Yeah. I I think it's the same with both men and women. I mean. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Men don't get, you know, catcalled or complimented as much. But I mean, whenever it happens to me, I'm usually always totally flattered the few times that it's happened to me (laughs) in public. So it it just depends on how
3: someone is talking to me.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I All right, think it's
3: so, just a respect thing overall. So now I brought that up because then let me throw this in the mix. All right. So at Texas State University, and I've, I've actually in, invited this guy to the to the show, by the way, and they, he refused to come on the radio show. He refused to even reply back to me. Um, but in the Texas State newspaper, uh, there was a, an article, White Death. I don't know if you guys heard that one. An article yeah. called White Death. And where this um, <clears throat> student worked, uh, wrote this article and I'm going to give you guys a chance. As a matter of fact, go ahead and look it up. So uh, do a search, Google search for Texas State, and then type in white death. And then go ahead and see if you can find that, the original article and read that article. We come back from the break. We're going to talk about that. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It.
4: This is Brittany Glaze, and I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It.
2: Sound off on the news of the day with a talk poll. Online at talk1370.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill.
3: I tell you, that's just beautiful. I love Whitney Houston. Let that sink in for a few minutes. Because now we're going to talk about something that's, that's just crazy. Uh, this article from Texas State University, uh, the title of the, uh, the article, or I don't, I don't know what this is. Uh, the title of this story is Your DNA is an Abomination. And it's saying white is over. If you want it, you know, I, 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 I don't I don't get what this person is trying to do other than incite hatred and just cause problems on the on the university campus. Um <clears throat> and is there anybody find you find an actual article where you can actually read from the actual article? Well,
4: the- they didn't post that article online, I guess, because they knew My understanding
3: is it was taken down very shortly after from okay. the website. All right. So that's why it's hard to actually find the actual article. You have with to the, find an
4: image the original. Can, of
3: the paper article. OK. <clears throat> so and, and, and I don't it's this is something that's going around on, on the college campuses where, you know, this thing of, you know, hey, if you want to write something like this and, you, you know, prepare to take the brunt of everyone's anger, you know, because to say that, you know, whites are the devil and, and they get into this, you know, you're just you're being racist, you know, and it's just it's going, you know, too far way too far and this type of talk needs to stop and this is all post the election you know we've just gone like just crazy just madness ever since the election last year in 2016 people just lost their minds uh we used to do uh, the um the guns and giggle comedy show at my gun store and because trump was elected president you know and we joked about you know, the know that little phrase grab him by the hoo-ha uh, because of that, the comedians decided you know they weren't going to participate in the you know in the the comedy show anymore, and to me, that's just crazy. if you 're upset about what's going on in politics or something like that, then as a comedian, you should be able to save that for the stage. take it to the stage and that's your material and go to town with it. But no, and we get to this you know this stuff like this at Texas State University. Uh, this is just insane. you know what what are your thoughts on it? Anybody?
4: Yeah, like you said, it's basically racist. I mean, it's hundred
1: percent racist. <laughs> I mean, if it was even the tiniest bit in the other direction, we're, then the student would have been expelled. How about this? They're how about, how about diversity replace, training camps? Re- replace
5: the
3: word with white with anything else. Well, when black. we're talking
5: about whiteness, let's also talk about there's different whites on the racial classification. When you go back to the 18th and 19th century, that there was the Celts and the Saxons. The Saxons were superior at least in the English races. And then there's obviously the Irish. Um, Italians were lower rated. It was... Hey, was...
0: come on. Man. What do you say? <laughs> you
5: know, it was all about class, basically. What, and do you, it was...
3: what do you say to people that when they say that, uh, well, blacks cannot be racist?
1: Uh, I just think that's totally ridiculous. Why? I mean,
3: I, I think the thing they say now is like, you have to have
1: power behind what you're saying in order to be racist. But, you know, I'm a white kid from Hawaii, and I got my... My butt beat when I was a kid by a bunch of uh, local kids in Hawaii. And they were like, stupid white boy the entire time. So was that racism? I mean, they certainly had power over me in that situation. When you
5: use a word, a word can have multiple definitions, correct? And you're not using all the definitions at once. You're using one of the definitions. So why would, you know, racism can be applied in different ways if you're using, depending on which definition you're using. So yes,
1: I think the actual definition is just that you think that, that your race or a race is superior the, over another race.
5: The definition has been updated because oh. due to modern usage, as all words get updated, yeah. but it does not negate the old definition. Yeah. Just
1: I think that – and Morgan Freeman kind of had an interesting thing where he was like, I think the best way to get rid of racism is to not talk about it as much. He's like, because the more that we talk about it, just like the more that we talk about, you know, like – You know, women being victimized in public, and if that's always (laughs) part of the narrative that you're talking about, you know, in person and on the news, then people start to really think that there's this serious problem. And
3: what kills what kills me is people bring up this issue of race and race relations and stuff like that, and they there's no just no diversity at all. You know, you you walk into my business, you know, I have um, I have uh, two Hispanic males who are Marine Corps uh, veterans. I have a white male who is an Air Force veteran. Um, I have a black male, I have a Hispanic female, you know, we, you know, we have diversity. There's, you know, a very good mix of, you know, of people there. And so what kills me is, you know, they complain about these issues, but then they just, there's just no diversity there, you know, with the people they surround themselves with. we think?
1: Yeah. And there's just so much like anger the, behind basically, it. Basically, do you have Even, any black friends? Uh, I have you as a friend. <laughs> I have a whole array of friends. You're his every token. single color, every color of the rainbow. Um, Let's put a big T on your shirt. But I mean, to me, this this article almost looks looks like Nazi propaganda. At least, just this picture of it I'm seeing. I mean, it, it's it's scary. Right. And and there's so much. I just think it's odd that anyone would think that their political beliefs are valid if there's so much anger and spite behind it.
3: Mm.
1: And this whole obsession with like whiteness and. There's this website, I'm not even going to name, but they have a, a, a course called, I think it's Healing from Toxic Whiteness, that mm. white people can pay to attend, and I mm. think it's like 100 bucks, and they probably just send you some crappy things in the mail, and that's about <laughs> it, uh, like emails to you. But there's just so much, I read the entire tr- or informational material about it, and I could just feel like the spite and anger kind of uh, seething through it, just discussing, you know, it's just, it's this real
3: scapegoating of, of other people. Yeah, I think we we need to spend more time being nice to each other, um, and there's expect in respecting each other for you know each other's differences. And I think that'll go a long way. Everyone's you know come, comes we come from different backgrounds. Um, you're from Hawaii. You come from a different background, had different experiences. Um, Janai, you're you come where were you born?
0: Where, where was in, I born? Right in the Carolinas, right? No, well, I was actually born in Virginia Beach, Virginia, Virginia Beach. and okay. then I was raised in North Carolina, and I've been in Texas. Nice okay, years.
3: so you know we we all have different backgrounds, and you have an Italian background,
0: yes, both my parents are Italian mm-hmm.
3: all right, so you know we just have to expect you know respect each other for our differences, and I think it'll go a long way this holiday season that maybe for a new year 's resolution you know and and that's where I'm I'm in, trying to end up um, for a new year 's resolution, maybe we should just try to be nicer to each other you know and a little more polite, I think that'll be a lot better um. And just not take everything so serious.
0: Yeah, great. I, I, I don't get, like. I don't understand all this defining people by such narrow terms. Identity politics. Yes, that's what they call uh, it. White, black, Hispanic. Culturally, you know, like culturally being raised Italian, and I don't get mad at things. Um, you know, we tend to talk with our hands, as you can see, I do. We tend to talk <laughs> louder. We. And there, these are all funny things, you know. Watching The Sopranos, I could identify with so many things, um, but at the same time, I don't feel the need to define my, like, define myself so narrowly. And I even transfer that f- to the whole. And hopefully, I don't offend people. But even when people define themselves as gay, there's not like it's not a disease. Like wh- I don't walk around saying, "Hi, I'm Jani and I'm heterosexual." <laughs> You don't need to define yourself so narrowly. We're all so complex. Mm-hmm. If you are gay, I don't care. Who cares? You don't have to, when you t- meet people, tell them who. What, what sex you sleep with it doesn't matter <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's just one part of you it's not what defines you exactly and so I think all these little groups that everybody wants to be put in keeps us further apart mm. I don't talk to people and think about whether they're black Hispanic white whatever I meet them and I've met some wonderful Hispanic people I've met some terrible Hispanic people <laughs> I've met some wonderful white people I've met some terrible white people I do it on an individual basis I don't need to define them by some broad thing that everybody wants to lump into one category. I think it's ridiculous. That's my thoughts on it. And Zach, your white privilege? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we're talking
4: about diversity in here. Everybody likes to use the term diversity and they talk about it, you know, regarding skin color. But what's important is diversity of thought, exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
4: not what you
3: look like or what you happen to be born as. See, ladies, he's just not—he's just not a cute, you know, model. He's actually pretty smart too. Mm-hmm. Would you say there's a <laughs> there's
5: a confusion between trends around culture, which culture will be on racial lines to some degree. You know, there's a trend on thought patterns between culture, and that's where there's a lot of confusion. That instead of acknowledging cultures, we're acknowledging race yeah culture
4: is about history and traditions race is
5: more genetic you know
1: yeah and i think that liberals just lump people into different categories so when they talk about black people they only mean liberal black people who vote for democrats if
0: they don't <laughs> yeah, if they don't, if then they, then they're, they're, don't okay. they're uncle toms yeah they they <laughs> call them,
1: and i'm a gay man janai i want to tell you that um what but, but as a gay man being a Republican, it's just completely exactly. not Exactly. Cool. I'm not gonna lump yeah. you
0: into one category. I wasn't
1: invited to any and this is this is real. I wasn't invited to any Thanksgiving parties this year and I was last year, and it's hundred percent because I've started discussing my, my conservative beliefs more. And it's it's that's
0: the, horrible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean they're so intolerant of those kind of beliefs in the in the LGBT Marxism. quote unquote community. Well yeah, I, I like have lots Marxism. of
0: wonderful gay Male friends
3: hook me up
0: that are conservatives (laughs) that I can introduce you to, and they are wonderful. Okay, perfect. Yeah,
3: (laughs) this is not
5: a dating show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, too funny. All right, next week we auction off Zach. (laughs) What
4: What? (laughs) anybody got a
5: dollar? Cheap, cheap.
3: Just a portion of a Bitcoin. That's all. Point zero 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 one yeah, pay me in Bitcoin. Point zero 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 one. I love it. Oh man, that's worth what a hundred dollars right there. <laughs> that's the starting price. Hey, that's it, it, one that, Bitcoin. Is that what you said? No,
1: point zero 0001. Uh, oh, zero 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 one Bitcoins. Okay, I can afford that.
3: And it, you know, it, the funny thing about going back to cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, the funny thing about it is we're seeing a lot of a lot of men. Try to hide their funds when they're going to the gun store. They don't want their spouse to know, you know, what they're purchasing, and so that's another reason why some people use Bitcoin, so because they, they can hide that money from their, you know, from their significant other and walk to the gun store and buy, you know, the you know, ten guns, five guns, or whatever it is, or that favorite gun, that toy, or whatever. Yeah,
4: my so. favorite gun meme that I've ever seen. <laughs> it said. I hope when I die, my wife doesn't sell my guns for what I told her I paid for them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, One guy came in uh, last week. and He said, yeah, you know, I got to sneak this one into the gun safe now because I, I don't know how, to, how I'm going to explain this. I, I'll wait till she goes out and, and get something. And it, it, it's, it's funny. It's, it's really it's, it's a really big fight. I've actually had people walk into the gun store crying, trying to return guns uh, because they got into a big fight, you know, at home. From purchasing a gun i said to him, you know why why how are you getting into a big fight over this you know how many sh- pairs of shoes does she purchase you know so you know tell her hey take take those shoes back and see how she feels she'll let you keep that gun
4: yeah if uh if a girl's boyfriend can't come home or a woman's husband can't come home and uh bring that gun home and you know talk about it and all that then she has a girlfriend. <laughs> girl oh, wife. and
3: before we get off the air, we got to talk about the Austin Police Department's contract. Yes. APD's contract. And the fact that um, that contract it was, they had to go back to the drawing board. They had to go back to the
5: drawing board. City Council voted no on the union contract. So,
3: okay. All right. So, and, and now, so now the contract they're under now is just a regular contract, just a regular deal like any other civil servant. So so un- mind until mind they mind. come up with a new contract because yes. their contract has expired. Okay. Wow. Oh. But their pay is not going to go down.
5: Not that I'm aware of because yeah. they're already making that much because right. they've already received yeah, the
3: funding. Right. You can't change that. Okay.
5: Yeah. Huh. Okay.
3: All right. I'm good with that so far. But uh, a big shout out to all those activists out there that actually uh, went down to City Hall and – and let their voices be heard to say, "Hey, this is what we're looking for. This is what needs to happen because this is what's happening on the streets." So, hey, a big shout out, you know, to you guys for you know standing up for yourselves and, and doing something because um, that's that's great. You know, hey, got to get it done, All right? So, what else we got? Anything else? Bitcoin price right now? What's Bitcoin? Bitcoin price.
5: How much is it up during this show?
3: It's fluctuating.
4: It. It's going to have a hard time at 19. getting 19. over 20 because those order books, people are wanting to sell right at 20 So it's going to need a nice push just to get over that hump. But when it does, it's just going gonna,
3: gonna to take off. All right. So definitely get your, uh, go ahead and get your wallet. You can try, try a lot of different wallets out there and see if you can start dipping into uh, the Bitcoin. As always, more guns equals less crime. Go out and buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. I'll take my life,
0: my liberty, my pursuit of happiness, just let like me leave. I'll take my gun. my all on the reins,
5: I'll take my Bible,
3: you can keep your jeans.